Hello and welcome to the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Nina Adio, a social media marketing expert specific to the wedding industry. On this show, I discuss tips to help you DIY your social media, as well as getting the confidence and income to outsource it. Thank you for allowing this episode to come through on your Bluetooth, your car radio, wherever it may be you're listening from today. Now, let's take your wedding business to the next level. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad to have you here for episode 44 of the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. We are really getting into this now. So we're up to our 44th episode, and this is day 11 of our 30 days of posting. We have done some great things this week. Yesterday's topic was how to promote your wedding business with digital listings. So what that means is if you're using online listings like The Knot, Wedding Wire, maybe a local digital listings, there are things that you can do to get the most out of that and really get the most out of that investment. So if you want to hear that, go back to episode 43 and give that a listen. Also, episode 42 was one of my favorites. It was about maintaining self-worth while on social media. Going through the scroll of other people's lives can be... Whew, you know, especially when you when you have to do it for work, or at least I have to do it for work. So I have shared in that episode some of my tips for maintaining self-worth while on social media. And let me tell you, one of my favorite things is hitting that mute button or hide. It's on some accounts, it's called hide. On some platforms, it's called mute. Either way, I love it. So what are we talking about today? Today, I've invited Pauline Murphy back onto the show. She was with us in episode 36 talking about branding your business for more leads. And today, what we're talking about is the art of the upsell, marketing through the entire client acquisition. We had such a blast talking about just tips and tricks and ideas and selling points that you can keep in mind throughout the entire customer process. So I think you're going to really enjoy it. Before we get into that, I do want to thank everybody who attended my presentation for the Book More Wedding Summit. That was a blast and it was really fun interacting with you guys in the Facebook group and talking shop. If you haven't heard about this before, the Book More Wedding Summit is a virtual summit where different wedding pros give presentations. Mine was an exclusive presentation, so I'm not going to be talking about this again on the podcast or anything, about gaining experience when you are first starting out. So unfortunately, free access to that is no longer available, but you can still buy a ticket to get lifetime access, not just to my presentation, but to everybody's for the whole event. So you can listen to it on your computer, through your podcast apps, however you like to listen to it. So I'm going to leave that linked down below in the show notes for the Book More Wedding Summit. And before we get into Pauline's interview, I'd like to talk about the sponsor of the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Your Real Wedding Photos Club by Carissa Cruzy Weddings. This is a photo and videos membership for wedding pros. 
This is something I cannot give you because I am not a photographer. Okay. So subscribers of this receive 100 real royalty free wedding photos and 10 videos monthly to their inbox to use for their content and social media that starts at as little as $37. So if you want to hear more about that, you can check out the show notes. I'll have the link or you can go to idoweddingmarketing.com slash sponsors. But for now, let's talk upselling with Pauline Murphy. All right, we are back with friend of the show, Pauline Murphy from Pilots and Marketing. Hi, Pauline. Hello, how are you? Good, everybody. Now, everyone can't see you right now, but I have to tell you, Pauline's workday outfits are like my Sunday brunch outfits. She is always just dressed to impressed. I love it. Too sweet. Thank you. So Pauline and I, you know, we're friends. We love just talking, talking shop together. And Pauline, you had brought up the topic to me of marketing through the entire client acquisition and upselling. So this is kind of a passion point for you, it seemed like. Yes, I think a lot of people look at marketing and think simply, this is an opportunity for me to get new business and don't really think about marketing to your current customer base or, or continuing the marketing beyond uh, the client acquisition. Yeah, and there are a lot of different ways you can look at this, whether you're coming from just social media marketing or from the wedding industry. For me as a social media marketer, it's when you interact with your existing followers instead of just trying to get new ones. But with the wedding industry, you really kind of mapped out for me, and this is what we're going to talk about with everybody, that there are really three parts to the client experience. There is the inquiry period the time of service or the time after you're retained and then after service has been completed. So can you kind of map this out for us going through each, each area? Yeah. So, I mean, when we're talking about upselling um, or really even creating a repeat customer, creating a, you know, a marketing experience throughout the entire process is really key. Um, It gives you an added opportunity to further build the relationship with the potential customer or customer and really create a positive experience and potentially a long lasting client. Um, Or, you know, if um, you may be in an industry where service can only be used at one time, maybe you're um, increasing the level of that service through your marketing efforts. So how would you describe, just so our audience is crystal clear, how would you define upselling? Yes. So, I mean, really you've already retained a client in some regard, um, but you're giving the opportunity for them to really spend more money with you. You're offering additional services um, or product um, to really enhance their experience um, and really you know, through the marketing process, you want to illustrate how that product or service is going to benefit them to have an even better experience than what they're already going to receive with you. And obviously you're going to get the added benefit of increased sales. Pauline, I'm going to give an example that is close to our hearts and it's with Disney. So I love just, just listening to Disney, you know, business stories. And it's really about Michael Eisner, 
polling everybody who would leave Disney property to find out why. So they would leave to go to a water park. Okay, well, let's build a water park. They'd leave to go to the movies. Well, let's have a movie theater. You know, they'd leave to go shopping. Let's have a shopping district. So it's kind of the same when you think about what else you can offer. For example, if you're a florist, even if you're in a, a venue or a DJ company, everybody's buying flower walls. Is that something you could obtain and offer? You know, think what are people going to get from other people that you could fit in to your business structure. Absolutely. Um, and I think that there's sort of this, um, you know, product or services that are super related to your business. Mm -hmm. And you can even go as far in terms of upselling if you have an extremely strong and excited uh, customer base, like your upselling could even include things like sweatshirts with your logo on it. Yeah. Um, other pieces that, I mean, in turn, that's, that's marketing in and of itself that people are paying for um, to wear your shirt around. So, you know, the, the upselling opportunities are really endless, um, you know, and as you kind of grow the strategy behind that, you can even, you know, maybe get to a point where, someone would buy a sweatshirt with your business's name on it. Yeah, I do have to say, I was going to a bridal showcase at a venue my cousin had already gotten married at, but she was still not over that she missed out on getting one of their baseball caps. And she was <laughs> like, can you look for one of the baseball hats? See if they have them. She was already married, but she still wanted that hat. So I definitely could see people wearing your merch as a badge of honor. It's not just for when we're in Disney. People want merch for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially, you know, if you've cultivated a really strong relationship with that customer and really creating an um, upselling experience can help aid in that process. So. so how would somebody work in or keep upselling in mind at the first stage of the client experience, which is the inquiry stage? Yes. So I think you want to be really um, soft handed, I guess, with the upselling um, in this, um, you know, stage of the, the process. You, you haven't retained the client yet. So you want to sort of tread lightly, understand what they're looking for, um, what their needs are, obviously educate them on the different services that you provide. Um, and I think that all the services should be available and visible for them to see at this time period. Um, but I, I definitely think you need to feel each individual customer out, understand their budget, um, understand what they're looking for, and just be a little more soft-toned with your approach. Um, really, uh, there, there's so many ways that you can uh, showcase uh, upselling. Um, it really just depends on what system you have in place uh, for selling. So you may have your products or services listed on your website, whether they're in just on a web page or in your shopping cart format. Um, and having everything up there, I think is key. Um, I know there's like a big debate in the um, wedding industry of do I show my prices or not? Um, ultimately, I think that's a decision that you uh, need to decide on your own. Um, uh, obviously, there are a myriad of factors, you know, do you, is your pricing tailored based on other factors, you know, then it's really hard to put your pricing up there. Um, but if your pricing is pretty standard, um, it may help you um, better filter out the, the kind of client that maybe you don't want to work with. Um, the pricing might scare them and that's okay. They might not be the right 
a client for you. So um, ultimately, you know, that's one thing, but you can also include um, those upselling opportunities in maybe any sort of documentation that you're sending. Um, and if you do have your services on the website, you still should have some sort of document that goes along with once you receive an inquiry, they're going to get maybe a PDF document or something of that nature that illustrates, you know, who you are as a business, the products and services you offer, um, including, you know, those upselling opportunities. Um, and maybe those live, um, you know, in a separate section of that presentation document. Um, yeah. And obviously you're going to review uh, and communicate those things um, in maybe a phone meeting, in-person meeting, et cetera. But really those are the, the main areas where someone's going to sort of directly see what products and services that you are able to upsell. Yeah, and this can also be really subtle, but also it can be informative. You know, for example, I want to know if my DJ offers ceremony music because I would much rather get it all from the same company than have to go looking for ceremony music, you know, for somebody who to play the violin. If you have somebody that you work with that does it, great, I'll get it through you. So you're really just offering a service, a value, a convenience. You're not just, it's not, I know we're using the term upselling, but it's not just about selling. You don't have to feel slimy is what I mean. Cause sometimes we get tripped up on the word selling and it doesn't feel right, but it's not just about selling. It's about letting your customer know what you can do for them. Absolutely. Um, and I think another big like component to this is education you know more often than not this is the first time someone's getting married yeah this might even be the first time someone's been involved in planning a wedding or even an event in general yes. um so they only know maybe what they've seen on pinterest or what they've heard on tiktok or maybe they haven't even looked there yet so um you know in addition to writing out those services um visuals are super important. That might be a video on your website. It could be a, you know, photos that you include. Maybe you have a totally separate um, document that you include when you send, uh, you know, when you respond to an inquiry, maybe there's, you know, your services guide, and then maybe you have a portfolio. Um, yeah. So all of those things can be illustrated through written word and visuals like photo and video. I love the idea of having a services guide. And then maybe this is a time where during your time of service, maybe when they're coming in for one of their final meetings is when you have that last look at the services guide. And I'm suggesting that because I know how many people make last minute decisions. Usually it's the videographer. At the last minute, they're like, I need it. I, you know, I can't not have the video. Or maybe that's when they're going to add an exit station or even a photo booth. You know, when I work with photo booth companies, they say, we don't get booked out like years in advance. We get booked out, you know, it could be three to one month in advance. Yeah. So what else do you recommend during that period of the time of service or after they've retained you as a client for upselling? So after they've retained you as a client, there's kind of a, a different strategy that goes beyond that. Hopefully um, at that time, they have been introduced and integrated to your other marketing efforts if maybe they had, hadn't found you that way in the first place. So 
your email marketing efforts and your social media marketing efforts mm -hmm. are really the two um, big areas that they should become a part of after you've retained them as a client. Um, in terms of social media marketing, um, integrating, you know, education and also, you know, some light selling um, into your uh, marketing strategy, you know, gives you an opportunity to show those different upsell features that you have. Um, and a lot of people look at social media marketing and think new business, but mm -hmm. really you're energizing your current customer base um, yes. with social media marketing. So that is really a good spot for you to, uh, you know, showcase those upselling opportunities. Again, you, obviously you're going to be writing in some capacity, but the, the photos, the video uh, certainly are key. And there's so many different ways to present that, you know, it could be, you know, a real wedding, maybe you did a photo shoot, maybe, you know, it's just you in your studio showcasing, mm -hmm. you know, those services. So, uh, sh you know, showing people those upselling opportunities in different ways is really key. Yeah. And I think, you know, some examples that I've seen through my own marketing is I'll for a venue, let's say I'll post one of their stations. And I'm not saying this is an add-on at $6 per person, you can add it onto your wedding. What I'm saying is it's National Slider Day. This is our Angus Beef Slider Station. You know, I'm telling a little bit about it. I'm not, I'm not literally selling it is what I'm saying. Right. I'm telling you about it. And then what I'll see happen is, brides and grooms to be who will are booked will tag each other and yeah. that's how they're communicating like hmm maybe we should add this station so think about what you offer when a dj for example is showing a video of the percussionist they're not selling that percussionist to the new people they're really selling it to the people they already have who didn't add that on because they're seeing the bride playing the drums and having fun at the wedding. And it's the people who are already booked who are going, Ooh, maybe we should add that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and a lot of this stuff ha can happen organically because you're sharing, you know, the wedding you did last weekend and they, mm -hmm. they did add on X item. So, um, I mean, really social is, a huge component to the upselling opportunity, uh, but also don't overlook email marketing. Um, if that's something you're not already doing, you should be doing. Um, and I do think a lot of uh, businesses look at email marketing as generating new business. And I have to say again, it is nurturing your current business. Um, so that might you may do something super simplistic and do like a monthly newsletter. Um, and part of that monthly newsletter might highlight one thing that you upsell. Again, it doesn't have to be, you know, my backdrop costs X amount of dollars, you know, it could just mm -hmm. be, Hey, we got this new product in, or have you seen our backdrop collection? Um, that can just be integrated into that monthly newsletter. Um, Alternatively, if you want to do a more sophisticated uh, email marketing strategy, doing uh, an automation campaign can be really helpful. And that means you're going to actually select the experience that your new customers are going to go through. So, you know, they onboard as a new customer, you add them to the email list. First email they're going to get is a welcome email. Maybe mm. the second email they get 
is, you know, talking about, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z about the service that, that they got. And then you start dripping those upselling opportunities. Um, and I think anytime you can really do it from the lens of informing and educating and also exciting them about their upcoming wedding day, it's not going to come off as salesy. It's going to come off as this is really cool. Maybe I want to add this to my day too. Mm-hmm. Now I'll put you on the spot a bit. Do you offer email marketing services? If somebody wanted to reach out to you to, to look into integrating that? Absolutely. Um, and whether that be, you know, I have clients that range from doing sort of those automation campaigns to maybe a little more manual automation campaign, and then also just the monthly newsletters. Um, and I, I really think email marketing is a great way to help build relationships with your current customer base without having to really lift a finger. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think, you know, a thing I see a lot of businesses in the wedding industry struggle with is staying in touch um, with their customers. And then, you know, brides and grooms freaking out because they haven't heard from X vendor in a while. Yes. Um, if you have a system in place where they're getting a touch point email from you every month, they're going to feel really confident about working with you rather than they booked you a year ago and it's a month before their wedding and they haven't heard a single thing from you. Um, right, so because for us, that's normal for them. It's not, they don't, like you said earlier, they haven't been, they haven't done a wedding before likely. So they don't realize that they shouldn't be hearing from you or having a touch base or anything like that. So emails are a great way to work around that with little effort because what Pauline is saying is you automate it. You set it up once and then each new couple goes into the system. And keep in mind this, I use MailChimp for a lot of my clients. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to use, uh, you know, an email client. Like you can literally be using your Outlook email and yes, setting up yeah. systems. So it still feels super personal. Um, they're still getting a great customer experience, um, but you're not really having to do a ton of heavy lifting. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Anything else during this time of service period? Obviously, you're going to be meeting with them at different points throughout the, um, you know, the time where you've been retained. It, it obviously depends on the type of business you have, what the frequency looks like for that. But really, anytime you do sit down and meet, is an opportunity for upselling. Um, and I think really key is the last, that last meeting. Yeah. Um, and that's where you're crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's. Um, and I think you as a business have a really good picture um, of what your um, service capacity looks like for that month, that weekend, that day. Um, so that's where you can also maybe do a little finagling um, with those upselling opportunities that you provide. Um, it may be really advantageous for you to offer a little bit of a discount um, on said service um, if it's benefit it, uh, service or product. If it's beneficial for you to add that on and still make an extra $500,000, even though you marked it down, I say go for it um, because yeah. it can give you just you're squeaking a little bit extra out of that event, um, but they're also getting the amazing benefit of whatever additional service or product that you're providing. 
Yeah, and you know, the important thing to remember is that it's a perceived discount. So when I was working with the sales team at a venue, they had me draw up an upgrade sheet of all the different, whether it was cocktail hour upgrades, dessert upgrades, and exit station upgrades. And, you know, they had, rather than it being $6 per person, if you get it now at this last chance, it's three. But the bottom line is it was, they were just coming up with these figures, you know, at the top of their heads. It was a perceived discount, not an actual discount because it's already marked up, you know, so much. So, you know, we're using the term discount, but in reality, it's it's not going to be at a cost to you. You're still making money off of this. Absolutely. And really, you should be keeping those tactics in mind when you're initially pricing mm-hmm. any of your services or products. So, right. um, but typically it's going to be, once you're already in the door, it's not going to take you as much work to mm-hmm. add on some extra items. So yeah. definitely consider that, um, those discount opportunities, um, you know, at that last final mm-hmm. uh, check-in meeting. I also want to mention, I was chatting with an old friend of mine yesterday, we worked in venues together, and I remembered at bridal showcases, she made all the people attending badges, but if you were already booked, your badge was one color, and if you were not yet booked, your badge was another color. This way they knew who to focus on to get a new booking and who to focus on for upgrades. So that's just kind of a great a great tactic to keep in mind so this way if you're talking with somebody already booked you're more so congratulating them how's the food what did you think of this station and you're focusing on those upgrades and then the other people you're focusing on selling the wedding so it helps you to know what stage you're in with that process absolutely um and that's something that i totally forgot to speak about like you know sometimes you are meeting in person at mm-hmm. an event that's being hosted or maybe you're yeah. a vendor at one of those events um and that again is another opportunity for you to sort of include those upsell elements um as well as obviously your standard service offerings for those who haven't booked yet yeah and if that's something a venue can collaborate with the vendors it's so helpful because now a DJ will know they already booked their wedding. They're more likely to book a DJ now where if somebody hasn't even booked a wedding yet, they're not ready yet. So the level of, you know, how aggressively you're selling is going to going to be really different based on where they are in the process. And I think you bring up a great point with collaborating with other vendors. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also, you know, if you have those tried and true vendors that you're always, you know, working on weddings together with, um, you know, typically when someone's going to book, you know, throughout the process. So, you know, maybe you have some of your upselling elements, um, at their store, at their, you know, venue, um, so that those clients can see, you know, oh, let's enhance our day even more with this vendor that we're already using. Yeah. Love that. So now they've had their wedding. Do I just take them out of my book? <laughs> take them out of my email sequence? What happens? Unfollow them? <laughs> well, certainly uh, every vendor is going to vary differently. Um, photographers, so much upselling opportunity yeah. after a wedding. Whereas, you know, venue, probably not as much um, depending on the type of venue. I but- try to get them for the christening. I say, I want to see you for your baby's first birthday. Are you going to have kids right away? Good. 
come. <laughs> <laughs> so um, really, again, that email list and maintaining your social media presence are going to be two huge key factors. Um, I think that during the planning period, thinking about anything beyond the wedding can be super overwhelming. Yeah. So while your services guide might include some of those after wedding services or upselling opportunities, um, I think you should also have a separate document just with, you know, after wedding services um, and upselling opportunities that you can follow up with um, after their wedding is over. Um, maybe at that time you're asking for um, a review of services, a testimonial, um, maybe you're delivering some items that you needed to after the wedding. And that's a great time to like, just tuck in, hey, um, there's these extra things that we can be doing. Um, and then also the email marketing can drip mm -hmm. in the same way as it did before with additional services. Yeah, because you know, so first off, I really feel that after the wedding, your past clients, if they were happy, they become your groupies. They are my diehards. They're the people who are responding to the stories, commenting on the posts. They go nuts if you post a photo from their wedding and share it with everybody they know. They're really going to help sell you, actually. They're now upselling for you because they're in your comments. Hopefully, they're leaving a review. And so they're becoming really part of your sales strategy and funnel essentially by just putting their positive vibes all over everything. Absolutely. And um, going back to the social media, it's something mm -hmm. that I work with, you know, just as Nina does very yes. frequently. Um, social media really just is, um, you know, referrals from friends and family, Yes, uh, you know, it's word of mouth. That is what social media is. Um, so when you have those past customers, um, you really want them to be on your social, to be that word of mouth to anyone who's willing to listen, who's on your social media. So yeah, keep definitely. in their mind. Exactly. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, upselling can happen uh, on social on email, um, whether that's maybe email campaign style or a direct personal email from you, even can happen in person. You know, they're they're picking up the, all of their, um, you know, decor and stuff the next couple of days from the mm -hmm. wedding venue. You know, maybe you have a thank you folder or a thank you gift that you give to them and then maybe in there. There's a little, little a couple things. Maybe it's about, you know, that baby shower or that christening. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's you, you have a restaurant at your venue and it's a coupon for them to come back and experience the restaurant. Yeah, or on their anniversary, they get, you know, and kind of like Pauline and I are doing now, I would recommend just sitting with your team and have a meeting of like, what can we offer people after the wedding and see what people come up with you know maybe if you're a dj and you did the zap photos maybe you have an upsell where you make that into an album for people or maybe if you're a florist you refer a floral preservation you know service and if you don't do it you you outsource it or you recommend someone and they give you a commission or a trade you know there's a lot you can do after but i think working or talking with the people who work for you, who are interacting with the brides could be a really exciting and fun meeting to get some ideas. Absolutely, they're in the trenches. They know the mm -hmm. client inside and out, so they're gonna give the best 
insight into those things. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, we covered a lot, Pauline. <laughs> Is there anything more about that after service part that you'd like to, you know, comment on? Um, just in general, I think beyond upselling, but the last 10% of the job is always forgotten. And I think it's mm -hmm. especially difficult in the wedding industry. You know, you finish that wedding, you're on to the next weekend because you probably yeah. got, you know, three or four weddings, but do not let that last portion slip through the cracks. You want to follow up and get feedback with that customer. You want to, um, them to publicly share that feedback, mm -hmm. if it's good feedback. Um, and you really want to make sure that you're leaving the experience with the customer on a really good foot. And then even beyond like just the experience with the customer, the vendors that you collaborated with, are you, you know, touching base with them? Are you requesting uh, photos or video from the photographer, videographer after the wedding? All of those things that happen after the event is over are honestly just as important as getting to the event itself. Yeah. Happy couples and event guests are probably your biggest lead source. You know, people yes. who have experienced it. So they're really a part of that whole process too, of upselling, selling, getting new clients, leads, et cetera. Absolutely. Awesome. This was exciting, Pauline. So I know we mentioned that you offer email marketing. How else can people work with you? Yeah, so I think um, one of the really big things I help uh, people with um, in terms of creating selling and upselling opportunities um, is graphic design work, creating those um, service guides, portfolios, really, uh, you know, what those might be digital, they may be print, mm -hmm. maybe both. Um, but all of those lasting uh, first impressions um, are really key. Um, and especially in the wedding industry, how things look are so important and can mm -hmm. really impact um, the opportunity to work with people. So I love to help businesses uh, graphically create all of those kind of materials to help them um, give them a, a step ahead um, in selling their products and services. Yeah, and you have a very high standard of the work you put out. So that's something people need to know too. Pauline does great work. What's the best way they can contact you? Sure, they can visit my website. It's politanmarketing.com. Um, and my email is hello at politanmarketing.com. Those are the, the best two ways to connect with me. Great. So I'll have that linked in the show notes, of course, as well. But this is a great opportunity to brush up on your email marketing or the digital or print materials you're giving out to brides and grooms. Thanks so much, Pauline. And I'm sure you'll be back again soon. <laughs> Thank you. I would love to.